0: Hello, this is Suprati from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 10th of May. India registered 3.66 lakh new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the tally of infections in the country to 2.26 crores. With 3,754 deaths, the death toll has climbed to 2.46 lakh. These figures, however, are likely undercounts, as the number of tests conducted have reduced. According to Indian Express, only 14.74 lakh samples were tested on Sunday, compared to the usual 18-19 to lakh samples a day. There are 37.4 lakh active cases in the country, and 1.86 crore patients have recovered from the infection so far. Among the states with the most daily cases, Maharashtra has reported the highest with 48,401. It is followed by Karnataka with 47,930, while Kerala reported 35,801 new cases. The centre claimed that it has so far provided 17.9 crore vaccine doses to states and union territories free of cost, and that 1.04 crore shots were still available with them. The center's statement came in response to various states complaining about vaccine shortages that have caused a delay in the third phase of the vaccination drive, which covers all citizens between 18 and 44 years. Delhi Health Minister Satyandar Jain has alleged that the city has Covaxin shots left only for a day and Covishield shots only for three to four days. Yesterday, Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sodhya had also criticised the centre for exporting COVID-19 vaccines. He said that a large number of lives could have been saved if the shots had been given to people in the country first. The Vijay Rupani-led Gujarat administration has announced that all government-run hospitals reporting incidents of mucomycosis, a black fungal infection in COVID patients, will set up separate wards to treat these patients. The fungal infection has been reported among COVID-19 patients in Delhi, Maharashtra and Gujarat. According to PTI, eight recovered COVID-19 patients have died in Maharashtra after developing the fungal infection. More than 100 patients are being treated in Gujarat and the infection has also been detected among COVID-19 patients recuperating in Delhi's hospitals. An evidence-based advisory for screening, diagnosis and management of the disease has also been released by the Indian Council of Medical Research and the Union Health Ministry. The Delhi Police has directed the DCPs of all 15 districts to get data of cremations and burials, both COVID or non-COVID, directly from cremation grounds. Senior officials claimed that they are doing it to know the ground reality. Indian Express confirmed that they have started compiling data from May 1st. Odisha Chief Minister Naveen Patnaik has sanctioned funds of Rs 60 lakhs Feeding stray animals during the 14 day coronavirus lockdown period in the state. Meanwhile, 568 prisoners have been released on parole in Kerala. Besides them, 932 other convicted prisoners may also be released temporarily soon, while around 350 remand prisoners would be freed on interim bail, according to the Indian Express. The decision was taken based on a recent Supreme Court directive ordering the immediate release of prisoners with an aim to avoid overcrowding in jail amid the catastrophic COVID surge. Globally, the coronavirus has now infected 157.9 million people and killed over 3.28 million since the pandemic broke out in December 2019, according to Johns Hopkins University. Dear listeners, we are an independent news platform, producing podcasts, ground reports, interviews, videos, media critique and much more. One of our latest reports by Gitanjali Gulhosar is about the exoticization of the Bhagorya festival, which is celebrated by Central India's Bheel tribes and sub-tribes, and how almost all mainstream media reports have missed the mark in their interpretations of it. You can find the report on our website titled, How Non-Adivasi Journalists Trivialize and Misrepresent Adivasi Culture. We would not be able to do the kind of wide-ranging stories that we do. If not for our subscribers. So, if you aren't a subscriber already, join the movement to keep news free and independent. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button at the top right hand corner of the website. Our lowest subscription starts at 300 rupees a month only. Pay to keep news free. The Delhi High Court on Monday agreed to hear a plea seeking to halt construction activities for the Central Vista project in view of the coronavirus pandemic in India. The High Court has asked the petitioners to file a fresh application on the matter. The decision came after the Supreme Court on May 7 refused to interfere with the Central Vista project, as the case was already in front of the Delhi High Court. However, it permitted the petitioners to seek an urgent hearing from the High Court. The petitioners had approached the Delhi High Court last week, but it adjourned the case till May 17th without hearing it. The petition in the Delhi High Court had said that the construction work has the potential to become a super-spreader of the coronavirus. The court also questioned Delhi Deputy Commissioner of Police each single's decision to issue movement passes in the essential services category to vehicles engaged in the project. According to Scroll, the cost of 162 oxygen generation plants being built by the central government is Rs. 201 crores. In contrast, The budget for the new parliament building itself is nearly five times more, at Rs. 971 crores. The Supreme Court had given a go-ahead to the project in January, rejecting petitions challenging the project for alleged violation of environmental and land-use rules. The Centre today filed an affidavit in the Supreme Court, saying its vaccination policy had been framed to ensure equitable distribution, that it was non-discriminatory, and based upon an intelligible, differentiating factor between the two age groups. On April 30th, the Supreme Court had called for revisiting its vaccination and healthcare policy, as it was detrimental to the right to public health. The affidavit stated that the differential pricing of the vaccine was done to boost coverage of the immunization program, incentivize vaccine manufacturers, and to attract new vaccine manufacturers. The statement came after the Supreme Court had flagged the matter of differential pricing and asked the government not to leave it to the manufacturers to decide on the cost. Differential pricing is the strategy of selling the same product to different customers at different prices. The government also maintained that citizens in the age group of 18 to 44 years are also getting vaccination free of cost, as all the state governments have announced free vaccination for this population group. On the suggestion to invoke compulsory licensing of provisions under the Patents Act to ensure availability of vaccines and drugs, the centre said that the main problem currently is the availability of raw materials and essential inputs. Bharatiya Janta Party leader Himanta Biswa Sarma today took oath as the 15th Chief Minister of Assam. Governor Jagdish Mukhi administered the oath while 13 ministers, including Sarma, were sworn in. According to News18, the BJP won 60 seats in the 126-member Assam Assembly in the recent election, while its National Democratic Alliance bagged a total of 75 seats. Meanwhile, 43 Trinamool Congress leaders also took oath as ministers in West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee's cabinet at the Raj Bhavan in Kolkata today. According to NDTV, the team has 25 incumbent faces and 18 new ones. A day before the oath taking ceremony, West Bengal Governor Jagdeep Dhankar had approved a CBI inquiry against four erstwhile TMC ministers in the Narda scam. The scam involved videos published by Narda News in which several TMC leaders were allegedly seen accepting cash in return for favours. The videos, shot by the website's chief executive Matthew Samuel, were released ahead of the State Assembly elections in 2016. Delhi police today issued a lookout circular against the two-time Olympic medalist Sushil Kumar. He fled after 23-year-old former junior national champion Sagar Rana was beaten to death during a brawl at Chhatrasil Stadium parking area. After the incident, an FIR of murder, abduction and criminal conspiracy was registered against Sushil Kumar. The police said that the victims in their statement have alleged that Kumar and his associates had taken away Sagar from his house in Model Town to teach him a lesson for bad-mouthing him in front of other wrestlers. Police said that during the investigation, they also found a recorded video of the incident from the mobile phone of one of the accused, in which faces of all the attackers can be seen. The police statement added that Dalal was arrested from the spot where his cell phone was seized. Two barrel guns along with seven live cartridges were also seized. At least 11 people were killed and dozens injured in the bombing of a bus in Afghanistan's southern Zabul province. The blast took place late night on Sunday. Meanwhile, in another attack today, a blast hit a minibus in Parwan province, killing two people and wounding nine, the Interior Ministry said. The attacks come as the Taliban declared a three-day ceasefire in Afghanistan to mark this week's Eid al-Fitr holiday, and after it was blamed for bombs on Saturday, outside a school that killed more than fifty people mostly young girls the taliban denied it was involved in the attack the deadliest in the country in more than a year the violence came as the united states continued to pull out the last of its two thousand five hundred troops from the country despite faltering peace efforts between the taliban and afghan government to end a decades-long war according to the guardian the taliban has denied its involvement saying it hadn't carried out an attack in the capital since February last year. But the group has clashed daily with Afghan forces in the rugged countryside, even as the U.S. military reduces its presence. Palestinian protesters threw rocks and Israeli police fired stun grenades and rubber bullets in clashes outside Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem on Monday. As Israel marked the anniversary of its capture of parts of the city in the 1967 Arab Israeli War. The Palestinian Red Crescent Society said that more than 275 Palestinians were injured in the violence and at least 205 of them were taken to hospitals. Several of the Palestinians were in critical condition and police said 12 officers were injured. Al Aqsa, Islam's third holiest site, has been a focal point of violence in Jerusalem throughout the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. The clashes have raised international concern. Tensions were particularly high as Israel marked Jerusalem Day, its annual celebration of the capture of East Jerusalem and the walled old city that is home to Muslim, Jewish and Christian holy sites. In an effort to ease the situation, Israeli police said they had banned Jewish groups from paying Jerusalem Day visits to the holy plaza that houses Al-Aqsa and which Jews revere as the site of biblical Jewish temples. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these trying times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent